the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello, welcome to the All Things Rugby League Podcast. I am your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through all of the Daily M Awards for 2021 that were awarded last night. We'll start with the Rookie of the Year, Sam Walker. And I think that was really highly deserved, in my opinion. I think Sam Walker's just worked tirelessly all season, put in a huge effort for the Sydney Roosters, coming into a side uh, with a huge responsibility and huge shoes to fill in the likes of Luke Keary, who was out, obviously, with that ACL injury. Uh, and Sam Walker did a really, really good job. And they ended up making it to the second week of finals, which I don't think anyone really expected. So I think Sam Walker definitely deserves that award there for Rookie of the Year. Captain of the Year, James Tedesco. Now, I think he'd really deserved this one as well. Again, we're talking about the Roosters, who lost 50% of their salary cap, and he's taking that side to week two of the finals. I think that is unreal. And he played some really good footy as well, uh, not only in the finals, but throughout the entire season. So I think James Tedesco did a really, really good job there. Definitely deserved James Tedesco, captain of the year. Now, coach of the year. Now, this one I was a bit wary about. They gave it to Craig Bellamy, and I think, and I look... We're talking about the positives of Craig Bellamy. He took the Melbourne Storm to the finals pretty much every year for the past few years. His finals record is just through the charts. He's one of the best coaches in the game for sure. But then you look at Trent Robinson. What Trent Robinson has done for the Roosters this year, you'd think that he'd get coach of the year. Um, Ivan Cleary even getting his side to the finals for the second year in a row. Uh, Wayne Bennett for coming into a south side and taking them to the grand final. I mean, there's so many other guys, but look, Craig Bellamy definitely deserves it. The things he's done at the Storm are just unreal, but I would have gone for someone like Trent Robinson, in my opinion. I think what Trent Robinson's done in that with that Roosters side is just unbelievable, and, and I don't think anyone would have guessed it. Uh, with the outs that they've had, I mean... Oh, if I was the if I was giving out these awards for Daily M, my coach of the year for sure would be Trent Robinson. Uh, but look, congratulations to Craig Bellamy, nevertheless. But as I said, if I'm if I'm giving out these awards, coach of the year for me is Trent Robinson for sure. Team of the year, fullback Tom Trevojevic. Really good year by Tom Tavoyevich. He definitely deserves that fullback of the year. Another one I could have put in there would be James Tedesco, but I think Tom Tavoyevich uh, really deserves that award just for the things he's done and the impact he's had on that manly side this entire season. I think Tom Tavoyevich definitely deserves that fullback spot for team of the year. Wingers, Brian Toto and Ruben Garrick. I think Ruben Garrick has been so underrated this entire season. Uh, look, sending a few records there for the Manly Seagulls and just whenever, whenever, he's got, whenever he's got the football in his hands, he just looks electric. I think that Ruben Garrick definitely is one of the wingers of the year and he is. Um, they've got Brian Toto here as well, who is <laughs> this guy. If you told me at the start of the year, this guy was going to make an origin series 
and was going to have the year that he had. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have guessed it at all. I would have just given you a weird look, to be honest. But look, Brian Toto coming back from a syndesmosis injury and running for nearly 300 meters in the next game. I mean, that's just unheard of. Scoring two tries in his debut season for Origin. Just freakish. Probably leads the comp in post-contact meters last time I checked. So, fantastic effort there from Brian Toto. Centers here are Justin Olam and Matt Burton. Now, Justin Olam, what a year he has had. He reminds me a lot of Steve Maddai. I think I've said that a few times now. He's just a, such an explosive center. Really strong for a little smaller guy. Oh, and he is just electric. One of the best centers in the comp by far. Really great player there, Justin Olam. And then Matt Burton. Now, this one's a bit arguable. We think about Matt Burton here. He's pretty much a 5'8", and he's been moved into the centers and has become one of the best centers, probably and arguably in the comp at the moment. But jo- Joseph Manu, I mean... I'm sitting here thinking it's going to be Olam and Manu for sure. And Matt Burton gets called. And I mean, look, that's fair enough. Matt Burton has had a fantastic year. But Joseph Manu, I mean, he's come in to this Rooster side, played a number of positions for them. And he has excelled in every single one. Joseph Manu, he's been unreal all season. I, I'm just shocked that uh, center of the year was not given to Joseph Manu. That really confused me, but look, nevertheless, as I said for uh, for Craig Bellamy as coach of the year, he definitely deserves it anyway, uh, and I really can't complain. Uh, but look, if I again, as I said, if I was deciding all of these awards, I'm giving it to Joseph Manu for sure. Five eight of the year goes to Cody Walker, and he that you can't argue with that. He's been electric all season. He's one of the best off-the-cuff halves I have seen in this competition at the moment. Really, really solid 5'8". Sees things that not many 5'8s see. Uh, And look, he plays pretty much plays champagne footy every week when he sides on on a roll. He's one of their best 5'8s in the comp. And then Nathan Cleary, halfback. And again, you can't argue with that one. Solid season by Nathan Cleary. His defense has been arguably better than his attack. And that's saying something because Nathan Cleary's attack is just next level. He is definitely the best half in the competition, let alone the best halfback. That number seven is rightfully his in this M team of the year. For the front rows, Payne Haas and James Fisher-Harris. Payne Haas definitely deserves it. He's an absolute workhorse for the Brisbane Broncos. You definitely can't argue with this one. He pretty much is the best forward in the competition, and I reckon he'll be recognised as an immortal after he is after he leaves the game, but he's still got plenty of, to- of his career to go. Whether that's at the Brisbane Broncos or at someone else, I'm not quite sure, but he is just... An absolute weapon, Payne Haas, and definitely deserves front rower of the year. And then James Fisher-Harris, really a matured front rower. Definitely thinks he deserves this one. Couldn't really think about many other people that could have gone as front rower of the year other than Payne Haas and Fisher-Harris, really. Fisher-Harris has been unreal for the Penrith Panthers this year. And if you think any different, you're probably crazy. 
He is just unreal. Absolutely unreal. Hooker of the year, Brandon Smith. Uh, look, I, I, I thought it was going to be Harry Grant. Brandon Smith starts, so I think Brandon Smith gets it. He's had a pretty unreal year. He's had a pretty unreal year, and you, I can't argue with this one. He's fantastic, Brandon Smith. Really, really solid dummy half who can move into the lock forward role and play equally as good. Really like the things I'm seeing from Brandon Smith. And again, I can't wait to see what happens with his career, whether it's at the Melbourne Storm or somewhere else. Can't wait to see more of Brandon Smith. And he definitely deserves that hooker of the year, Dally M, hooker of the year. In the second rows, Viliami Kikau and Isaiah Popoli. Now, Kikau, look, uh... I, I, I could argue this one. He's fantastic, Viliami Kikau. He's had a pretty fantastic year before that ankle injury. And I'm not saying that the ankle injury rules him out because it doesn't. It doesn't at all. But there's many players that had a better all-round season, in my opinion. Now, look, you have your own opinion. I can't argue with Viliami Kikau. I think Viliami Kikau... It's definitely a good choice, but honestly, Tupanua, the things he's done at the Sydney Roosters, I could argue that he would be in there. Uh, Hamole Olakawatu as well as another one for the Manly Seagulls. He was outstanding in the second row. A lot of people actually guessed that Olakawatu would be in there. I'm just absolutely gutted that he's not, but Viliami Kikau definitely deserves it. And then the other guy in here that I can't argue about at all is Isaiah Papali. The things he's done for the Parramatta Eels, he is definitely one of the buys of the year, if not the buy of the year. This guy doesn't take a backward step. Really, really solid second rower for the Parramatta Eels. He came from the New Zealand Warriors, and when he was at the Warriors, we weren't even talking about this guy. He comes to the Parramatta Eels. And he's arguably one of the best back rowers in the comp. So, Isaiah Papali'i, hats off to you, brother. Really good award there. Uh, definitely well-deserved. Uh, fantastic. Just awesome. Best second rower that I've seen uh, this year for sure. Isaiah Papali'i, definitely the buyer of the year for me. And definitely deserves that Dally M second rower of the year. And then the lock of the year, which is definitely arguable here, they gave it to Isaiah Yo. Now, I had all money on Cameron Murray, for sure. For sure. Now, the other um, nominees, I think, were Dale Nukin, off the top of my head. Um, and I honestly can't remember off the top of my head who the other one was, but... The ones I can remember off my head were Yo, Murray, and Finucane. I think there, there was definitely another one, but I, I can't honestly think off the top of my head who it was, um, if I can look it up now. But uh, while I'm looking it up, look, Isaiah Yo, he's had a fantastic, fantastic year for the Penrith Panthers. He's an absolute workhorse. Uh <laughs> he does not take a backward step. Really good ball playing lock. Oh, it was Jake Tavrojevic. Jake Tavrojevic was in the running there too. And you could argue that Jake Tavrojevic could have got it over Yo as well. But but look, Cameron Murray, he's had a one of the best origin stints I've seen from a lock going into the back row. 
His defense was outstanding all year, even in that Origin stint. I mean, how do you not pick Cameron Murray? I think that's just crazy. Really like what I'm seeing, though, from both guys, Yo and Murray. And look, honestly, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yo definitely in the running and does definitely deserves lock of the year. But look, I think Cameron Murray just deserves it more, in my opinion. And then your Dahlia medalist for 2021. So that was your team of the year. I'll just read it out for you quickly before I read out the Dahlia medalist. So team of the year, Tom Trevojevic at fullback, Brian Toto and Ruben Garrick on the wings, Olam and Matt Burton in the centers, Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and Fisher Harris in the front row with Brandon Smith at hooker, William Kikau and Isaiah Papali'i in the second row with Isaiah Yo at lock. So that was your Dalian team of the year. And then Dalian medalist was Tom Trevojevic. And I mean, this guy, the impact he had at the Manly Seagulls, you cannot argue that this guy is definitely the Dalian player of the year for sure. Absolutely loved what I've seen from Tom Trevojevic this season. Hopefully, he can carry that on into next season as well. I can't wait for what we see from Tom Trevojevic in the future. That's it for this podcast, guys. Recommend this one to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.